Good morning, good morning. Today is July 13th, uh, when, or Thursday. It's currently 77 degrees, uh, mostly sunny. It's supposed to get to a high of 92 today. And um, we're going heading off to the youth conference, so we want to lift that up in prayer. And, and uh, I just want to say, the, uh, last night we had uh, 38 kids here on Wednesday night service. And so it's very clear the Lord is doing a work here. I don't know what to call it, but uh, absolutely amazing. We had 17 uh, grade school kids. We had 18 youth age kids and three babies. And um, the Lord's doing something with the, through these kids. And so we wanna uh, uh, get on board with what the Lord's doing. And so uh, some of them are starting to come on Sundays, but I think uh, as the Lord uh, gets a hold of them more and more, probably after this youth conference, uh, I would expect we'll start seeing some more. The more will be willing to get up on uh, Sunday to come uh, worship with us. And so uh, we want to just be in prayer about that. Uh, it just seems like we're getting more each week, and so just as just that the Lord will uh, give us direction and insight uh, on how to uh, just minister to these kids and love on them and, and uh, disciple them, uh, make them disciples of Jesus. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for last night and all these kids, Lord, and what you're doing. And I just ask that you would, uh, I'm getting super excited about it, Lord, and I just ask that you would get our whole congregation excited about what you're doing, that you that uh, it's clear uh, that's the direction you're taking this fellowship, is you're reaching these kids in this community. And so, Lord, I just ask that we're not all uh, uh, feel like we're wired that way to uh, minister to kids, uh, Lord, but uh, you've uh, tell us that you gift us uh, in accordance with what we need. And so, Lord, we just ask that you bring your spirit, your gifts, your direction, your excitement. Uh, this just this fire that you're starting here, uh, Lord, within our fellowship. And so, uh, Lord, and right now, uh, this afternoon, as we take the youth to the conference, Lord, we've got, now we've got uh, 13 kids and the four chaperones lord i just ask that you would just do an amazing work it's the biggest group we've ever brought in uh this church has ever brought in to uh the conference uh and lord we just ask and and these and some of them are uh they just haven't been raised in church they don't know you maybe they know they're learning about you and lord we just ask that you would uh draw them to yourselves that you'd use the speakers at the conference, the other people, the other counselors, Lord, to just reach these kids, that you would uh, just put your spirit upon them, Lord, that you would light a fire in their hearts, uh, the desire to learn more about you, to grow closer to you, Lord, and Lord, that this would be a start of a, a, a little revival right here in this, uh, in this neighborhood, in this uh, community, Lord. And so, Father, we just lift this all up to you. We just ask for your wisdom, your direction. We just want to get on board with what you're doing, Lord. It's not about trying to uh, fit them into what we want to do, Lord. We want to do what you want to do, uh, obviously, Lord. So help us just change our hearts to, to, to follow suit with what you're doing, with what your Spirit's doing, and, and just help us to be 
just just loving uh, uh, disciplers, Lord, making disciples in your name. And so be with us now at this lesson this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, the Lord, more on the, <laughs> more on the Lord promising uh, to build his church. How fitting. Uh, I will build my church. Matthew uh, 16. And the Pharisees and the Sadducees came, and to test him, they asked him, to show them a sign from heaven. He answered them, when it, is, when it is evening, you say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red, and in the morning it will be a stormy today, for the storm is red and threatening. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. So he left them and departed. When the disciples reached the other side, they had forgotten to bring any bread. And Jesus said to them, Watch and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. And they began discussing it among themselves, saying, We brought no bread. But Jesus, aware of this, said, O oh, you of little faith, why are you discussing among yourselves the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive? Do you not remember the five loaves or the five thousand and how many baskets you gathered or the seven loaves? And the four, for the 4,000 and how many baskets you gathered? How is, that, how is it that you fail to understand that I did not speak about bread? Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of bread, but of the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders of the chief priests and scribes and be killed, and on the third day to be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall never happen to you. But he returned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan, you are a hindrance. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan, you are a hindrance to me. For you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and they then... He will repay each person according to what he has done. Truly I say to you, there are some standing here who, do not, who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. 
More on the Lord promising to build his church. I will build my church. Matthew 16, 18. This promise has monumental implications for every follower of Jesus Christ. I will build my church. Each of the five words in this brief declaration reveals an essential truth of Christian life and service. For this, the promise discloses who will build the church. I, Jesus, will build my church. Jesus is the builder of the church, not man. He wants to use us in the process, but he is the builder. Paul understood this arrangement. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation. 1 Corinthians 3.10 By the grace of God, Paul served the Lord. As he went about proclaiming Christ, the Lord was using him to lay the foundation. Christ in lives that were being saved and individual individual churches that were <clears throat> being started. Secondly, Jesus' promise reveals the certainty of his church being built. I will assuredly build my church. There is no room for doubt. Jesus will do what he is promising. The only question for us is whether or not we will be available as a part of this wonderful, wondrous process. The Lord wants to make us usable for his work, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. 2 Timothy 2.21. Thirdly, this promise indicates the manner in which the Lord wants to work. I will build, construct my church. As with any construction process, project, there are both the quantitative and qualitative aspects. The Lord saves souls, adding them to his church in a quantitative increase, and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved, Acts 2, 47. The Lord also enriches those he saves, brings, bringing his church qualitative development. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all, Acts 4, 33. Fourth, his promise settles the issue of ownership. I will build my, Jesus, church. The church does not belong to the pastor, the church board, or the district office. Office. It is Jesus' church. He paid the price to redeem us, the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood, Acts 20.28. Fifth, this promise specifies exactly what Jesus is going to build. I will build my church church or his people. The church is not a building. The word church literally speaks of a called out people, but you are his own special people that may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, Once, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God. First Peter 2, 9 and 10. Praise God. Dear Lord Jesus, we honor you as the builder of the church. We rest in the certainty of your task being accomplished, both qualitative, both quantitatively and qualitatively. I see that the church, your redeemed people, belongs to you. Also, we humbly ask that you equip us and use us as you fulfill this grand promise. We praise you and glorify you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You guys have an amazing day, and please keep us in prayer with the youth conference and all the youth there. Uh, I think God's going to do an amazing work uh, this week.